This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. This is Allison Kate. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Disruptive CEO Nation. I feel like we have a guest today who's going to talk about disruption with a capital D. So hang on tight. She has 14 patents on mixed reality technology, and she has a way to help double your conversion rate in e-commerce and increase your cart size by 60%. So we're not only going to hear about that, but she is also willing to share with us what people should know about the metaverse. So as I said, great things. Without further ado, I want to introduce you to Ashley Crowder, who's the co-founder and CEO of Ventana. Ashley, welcome to the program. Thanks so much. It's so nice to be here. Um, Yeah, as you said, I'm Ashley Crowder. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Ventana. We have a SaaS platform that makes it incredibly easy to do 3D and augmented reality e-commerce at scale, which, as you said, is proven to increase conversion rate, cart size, reduce returns, uh, just really help your bottom line. Well, and I'm sure your credit card, your your product has made my credit card cry a few times. I'm positive of it. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, give me a little bit more on, and I always like our listeners to know that the website is... Um, Ventana, V-N-T-A-N-A dot com. So if you're near your computer, you can, you can take a look or you can check it out after you've heard this interview. Um, there's so many things that, that your company does, but why don't you give just a little bit more in a nutshell of what problems or what solutions you provide to people who turn to you? Yeah. So having a 3D version of a product just gives you such a better understanding of it, right? So not just like a 2D picture or video. I'm talking about being able to click your mouse and move the product every single angle. And then you can hold up your phone and actually see a 3D version of that product in your living. Like, does that couch fit in my living room? I can virtually see it true to size. You know, I can now confidently buy that purse online. So, you know, people were, were starting to get into this because it really has proven to have a huge value. We talked about the, the, D2C value of e-commerce, we also have clients using 3D to completely replace physical prototypes. So mm-hmm. saving tons of money, reducing carbon footprint, faster speed to market, you know, all the things. But the problem was creating, managing, and distributing 3D was very difficult and very time-consuming. And so while a lot of brands who manufacture products, they might have a 3D model that uh, they use for their manufacturing, but it's way too big and not in the right format to put on your website, right? Your website would crash and, you know, 500 megabytes would not be good for your load speed. Um, So a 3D artist had to sit there and manually do a lot of the changes. You then might need a front end developer to build a custom web viewer, custom augmented reality. 
It just wasn't scalable. So what our software does is it's a platform where you can upload existing 3D models. It instantly optimizes them. We've got patented algorithms that do that magic. So it's smart 3D compression and then creates a web viewer you can just immediately post on your website. Like the same way you would add video today with Vimeo or YouTube, where we work just the same and just as easy, but it's 3D with AR. Um, so we really help speed all that up and, and make it simple. So we've got clients, uh, you know, they were able, what used to take them six hours or six weeks, they were able to do in one hour with our software. Six weeks to one hour. That's incredible. And you have a video on your website that is actually, I think, pretty fascinating to watch. And so for our listeners, this might be an area or product that you're like, I'm not sure how this fits with my business, not sure how it's going to fit with what I need. But I encourage you to go find the video on the website that shows like your product in action. It's a very fast paced video and it and it shows a little bit more uh, about the development and the coding and, and it does, it makes it look very user-friendly and very easy. And it has um, information, like you said, on how it compresses and, and uploads and gets it ready for your website or social, social media. So let's take a step back because you now have, as we said, 14 patents on mixed reality technology. How did you get to where you're at today? The fun, crazy story as like every entrepreneur, I think. So uh, Ben uh, Conway and I co-founded the company almost nine years ago, which is not normal for a startup, right? Um, Nine years ago, the web did not support 3D files and phones could not do AR. So when we first started, we were doing location-based mixed reality experiences for brands like Nike and Adidas. And so you can think about, you know, we'd have interactive 3D holographic projections at Staples Center or South by Southwest, big events for these brands. And we built a profitable company doing that, but nobody ever had the right 3D models for these types of experiences. Mm-hmm. So over the years, we had to write a lot of software to help automate these processes. We were to basically save our own time, right? Um, and then in 2019, we kind of stopped and said, okay, all web browsers can now support 3D files. Uh, everybody's phone can now do some pretty decent augmented reality. All the software we built for ourselves is actually really valuable. We could license this as a platform and let other people create on it. And so that is what we decided to do. Uh, and then along the way, our very first advisor is Jim Bemke, uh, amazing IP attorney. Um, his company does uh, Bemke Ventures. Uh, honestly, I, I went to... I went to USC, but I was graduated and I was like, I need business advice. So I just like went to MBA classes. I just like sat in the back and he <laughs> gave a talk and I just like kept raising my hand with questions. And he was like, what are you building? And I was like, come check it out. So he came <laughs> to like our terrible office in this like creepy garage. Uh, it was in like, his warehouse. It was the only thing we could afford. Um, and me and Ben like showed him like our initial tech. And he was like, all right, this is cool. I want to help you guys. <laughs> like. Um, and he became our very first advisor and helped us write all of our patents um, and helped us really with that IP strategy. So he's been amazing with that. So find really great advisors who can help you. So when you're doing that, writing um, special custom code, I have to ask, 
do you do this with full-time employees or do you ever outsource or contract? Because I know IP is, is so critical. Would you bring anybody else in to work on your products? It's a great question. Yes. So, so any, so our core IP is around our 3D optimization algorithms. All of that is done by full-time employees. Um, that is all wrapped in a cloud content management system. So you need, we needed an easy way for people to log in and, and upload and comment on 3D models and share. That, that was easy, right? That wasn't, you didn't need to be a 3D artist to understand. That, you know, that's not rocket science or that, that's not proprietary. It's just, but we needed a platform. So <laughs> for the platform piece, we have hired external companies to help as we need it because it was more, okay, we need this specific thing built once it's done it's done, right? So that's kind of how we have been able to use both outsourcing and full-time. Well, let's shift gears because you have had the opportunity to work um, with Fortune 1000 brands and on the bio, it says, you know, Adidas, Lexus, AT&T. Tell us about those initial market growth strategies and sales strategies to, you know, build and connect with Fortune 1000 companies. Yeah, so... I would say first, do not be afraid to reach out. I can't tell you how many people I just reached out to on LinkedIn who responded and ended up closing a deal. Uh, so definitely don't be afraid to do were that. Were you reaching out to CMOs or who were you reaching out to? CMOs, CEOs, head of e-commerce, um, you know, understand your your persona, who is your buyer and, mm-hmm. and what what problem are you solving for them? And, and you know, one-liner... I can help solve this. Is this a problem for you? you you'll be surprised at the responses you get. Um, that said, that's kind of one piece. So we, we do a lot of outbound marketing, whether it's LinkedIn, email, um, but we also do lots of thought leadership, right? We're, we're in a space, uh, I've been working in the mixed reality space for a decade. The metaverse is finally a word people use and know, but you know, <laughs> even three years ago, we were like, what are you talking about? So, um, you know, me and my co-founder have done a lot of speaking on the topic. We give lots of presentations uh, explaining, you know, how can brands use 3D? What, what is this? How do you set up your enterprise to be successful? Because it is something that CEOs need to be thinking about having 3D assets across your entire value chain will save you money and increase your bottom line. Um, you know, this is the next internet revolution. Like you need to be thinking about it. So um, doing kind of those thought leadership, speaking, blog posts, et cetera, has also been helpful. Are, what are the key community groups that, that people belong to or, or that you interact with on this topic? So... There's kind of two categories. So a lot of our clients are brands that are retailers, D2C companies. Uh, We are part of PI Apparel. Uh, It's a group that does a few conferences a year. PI stands for product innovation and apparel. So uh, that's kind of within people in the product industry trying to figure out what's the latest and greatest tech they should be using to advance their product. Mm -hmm. On the reality side, uh, I just actually got back from AWE, Augmented World Expo. It's an amazing conference. Uh, they do it every year in the U.S., now also Asia and Europe. It's grown so much. When I first started going, it was like 
just in San Jose with like a couple hundred people. Now it's like sponsored by Microsoft. It's crazy. Um, but that, you know, and do you ever go, wait, wait, this was my corner. I was here first. <laughs> no, no, I love it. It's, it's so great. And all the old, you know, all the people that I've known for years going always go. It, it was so much fun. It was my first conference post COVID. So it was, it was so fun, but you will find all the latest and greatest AR VR tech at that conference, which is great. Well, let's switch and 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 talk about the metaverse because I think you're right. It's it's a word that is all of a sudden. I mean, it used to be a word that I don't want to say was like a, a joke word to mere mortals. But when you want to um, like tell people about what it is that they should know the most about metaverse or what companies should know about the metaverse, where do you start? Yeah. So so where I start. It's honestly explaining like my friend's kids, my friend's kids ask for their allowance in Robux, not in American dollars, right? They want to spend their money looking good in Roblox. And by that, their avatar looking good because kids today aren't going to hang out at the mall as much. They're going to, they're going to meet online, whether it's Roblox or Fortnite or one of these games. And that's where they're actually spending serious money to dress their avatar. So once you kind of understand that, and that's where these kids are spending money, it's like, okay, well, what is that? That That is the metaverse. So it, it's the spatial computing 3D space that you can interact with online, mm-hmm. whether that's a game or another virtual reality space or 3D on the web. So if you sell a product, you need to be thinking about what is what is your 3D strategy. You need a 3D model to use an augmented reality, if you want to do virtual reality, if you want to dress an avatar. Everyone's also heard about NFTs. Well, NFTs are the contract of ownership Mm -hmm. within this 3D space. So you can be selling, if you sell a pair of Adidas shoes, you should also sell the NFT version. So, you know, that your client can dress their avatar, wherever that is. So, so that's where this is all going. And very soon, I mean, Nike just announced they're, they're building Nike world in Roblox. They just did a deal with them to bring their brand, you know, to the metaverse. And so that, that's what I mean with the 3d strategy. Cause it, it would be like today, if you didn't, you know, advertise on Facebook or Instagram as a brand, you know, like if if you're missing that social media strategy as a brand, it's like, how are you reaching your, your clientele? That's where this is going with these games and these 3d worlds. And so if you know that let's take a step back and say, okay, I need 3d models, my products, either we can, you know, have existing manufacturing designs, or I need help building those. We can help with either. Step one is, okay, well, let's get those. If you're a B2B seller, you can use the 3D models to replace physical uh, prototypes, immediately save you know thousands of dollars, some hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on the number of products that they launch. So it's going to pay for itself, right? If you're a B2C company, having a 3D version of your product on your e-commerce site is proven to increase conversion rate increase uh, average cart size and reduce returns. Again, it's gonna pay for itself immediately. But if you build your 3D strategy to scale, knowing, okay, I wanna start with this B2B sales and e-commerce sales, but I wanna make sure these 3D models are also ready to get into game engines so they could be used in Fortnite and Roblox and everything Mm -hmm. else. Then you're setting up your company for success long-term within this web 3.0, people are calling it. 
Now, I appreciate your your explanation. Um, and I have, even before Roblox, I even used to pay allowance in like Xbox uh, gift nice. cards, right? You know, so <laughs> yeah. I, I, I absolutely get it. And, and I was recently speaking at a conference where I was trying to explain that everything, every transaction is going to eventually have digital verification or have NFTs attached to it, you know, separate from the examples that you gave. And I said, for example, if you're in real estate, pretty soon every real estate trans- transaction is going to be needing to be digitally verified. And I think like I joked and said, mere mortals, you know, people look at me like I'm crazy. And so I appreciate, you know, this business case that you've outlined for people who might be listening to this podcast and have never really thought about it. Because I I think we look at your application and say, okay, if I'm selling a physical product, or if I'm making a demo of something, or in some sort of design space, it makes sense. But if I don't sell a physical product, if what I sell is more service related or conceptually related, how does this fit in for me? So do you have anything that you do right now for industries or companies that you would say people wouldn't naturally think that they might need a 3D or a VR type of product? Um, we don't. So we focus strictly on how do you, you know, digitize uh, your products for spatial computing and, and 3D. That said, there's other companies that do help with that. I mean, think about this past, you know, year, two years, however many we're on right now of COVID and digital events, you know, mm-hmm. became a thing because it was the only way to connect virtually. I'm part of a group called XR Social Club. It's a bunch of friends in the industry and we meet in VR on Wednesday nights and it's super fun. Um, we just like test new worlds that are out there. But that was amazing during COVID. Like I, I felt like I was meeting up with my friends at an underwater bar, even though, you know, we we're all in our apartments. Um, so I, I think there's huge opportunity for social connection within these 3D worlds where a services business, you know, should be thinking about how they can take advantage of that. Um, that's not something we do, but there's a number, you know, of virtual event companies out there that have done some really innovative things over the past, you know, two years. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. Now I have to ask Ashley, tell us again about the mix of how many you have on staff is all your staff. You, we are talking to you and you are in the West coast. You are, I believe in Los Angeles. Is that correct? Yep. I'm based in LA. So we're headquartered in Los Angeles. Um, we have a few employees here, uh, after COVID we went fully remote. So we've been some of our, one of our LA employees, like, can I move to New York? I've always wanted to move there. I was like, yeah, I don't care. Go for it. <laughs> you know, we're, we're all remote. Um, we also have a number of employees in, in Europe as well. So mainly the U S and Europe. Um, it's been, it's been great. I mean, again, I, we got to drink our own Kool-Aid. We all have VR headsets and we meet in VR Thursday mornings as a team, which is really fun. And, you know, we make it like a fun team, team meeting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the remotes worked really well for us. Wow. I would love to figure out how to meet with my team in VR. So outside of this interview, I'm going to have to tap you and, and then yeah. um, people can write you and I and say, say, tell us, tell us how we can do it because anything to avoid Zoom or go to meeting is fabulous right now. Ashley, if we come back and talk to you in a couple years, 
what's the what's the dream? What's the vision in two to three years for um, Ventana? Where do you guys hope to be? Yeah, we want every 3D model on the internet on our platform. So, <laughs> uh, we, uh, I mean, today we're working with brands within furniture, fashion, outdoor, baby products, a number help, you know, again, quickly create, manage, and distribute 3D. Today, a lot of that is for the, the B2B sales and e-commerce. But in, in three years, I think everyone is going to, every brand is going to have some type of presence within these 3D worlds, whether it's, you know, some of the games we've been mentioning or creating, you know, virtual stores where people, you know, go to from the comfort of their home. Um, We're working, you know, with a number of the social media platforms that are, are really making huge strides in making this more accessible. Um, And again, we're here to, make it easy to get your product in 3D to take advantage of all these worlds. So I'm super excited what's what's happening in the next couple of years. So Ashley, I also want to ask you before we leave, what are you reading or listening to or that you would um, share with our listeners where you get leadership or mentoring uh, or just business um, advice from these days? Yeah, I mean, oh, that's a tough question. I I feel like I'm trying to read so many books right now. <laughs> I've got like such a long list. Um, it's really been books that have been uh, recommended to me by uh, mentors or, or advisors. Um, you know, I'm part of like the female founder group on Facebook that always has great suggestions. I have, you know, my own uh, group of, um, women within the XR space that like there's 30 of us that all we meet we meet on Zoom five o'clock on Fridays just to like chat. Sometimes it's happy hour, sometimes it's not. <laughs> it's, it's great just to kind of share. A lot of them are are founders as well, and mm-hmm. we kind of just you know vent or share stories. We celebrate each other's wins. We help try and figure out people's problems. It's it's been really great to have. Um, just like colleagues within the space who kind of understand where you're coming from. So, well, thank you so much for sharing. And thank you so much for being a guest with us today. If people want to connect with you or find out more, where should they go? Yeah, just go to ventana.com, V-N-T-N-A.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. So just Ashley Crowder, feel free to reach out and you can follow us on LinkedIn as well. Thank you. For our listeners, if Ashley said something that you think somebody else needs to hear or something that has piqued your interest that you want to share, pass a copy of this episode along to them. And of course, we always love reviews on Podchaser or your favorite platform. And if you love this business case study, you can pick up a copy of my book, Building Your Brand, Make Business Happen in a Global Economy, which is on Amazon. Until then, always keep your eye on the future and always be disruptive. Ashley, last time, thank you so much for being a guest. Thanks so much for having me. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.